This episode is brought to you by the content creators at Live City Media. They've been filming and editing since 2013 and know exactly what it takes to make your brand's online presence pop. Head over to livecity.media to connect with the team today. Hello, everyone. Oh, I like that you started it. <laughs> yeah, I felt showing a little bit of dominance today. I was like, I'm going to start the show. <laughs> I never right. get to start the show. Hey, everyone. It's Film and Spirits time here in lovely Montreal. How you well, been? It, it was lovely. So I was in shorts and T-shirts just a couple of days ago. Now I'm back in the winter jacket. Canada, yeah, it's pretty cold. It's pretty cold there today. Yeah, pretty bad. Yeah. But yeah, we had like 27 degrees on Saturday or Sunday, which I is like summer. abnormal for April. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we had summer vibes, and then we're back into like uh, oh, weird spring. Year. Yeah. Exactly. It's like oh, we had a, a temporary retrieve of pleasantness after the winter we had and the ice storm. We didn't get to talk about the ice storm on the show, eh? No, no, we uh, didn't. Yeah, I think it's maybe the second worst since 98 because 98 is a big one that people keep referencing. Yeah. But I think it's close to me be, being the second worst. I was ever. without power much longer this time around than 98. 98, I had power back day one. Really? I I got wow. power back after four days this time. Oh, shit, my, all the food you lost. I lost yeah. all the food. Uh, I couldn't shower for like four days. Uh, I was eating like canned foods, like you can't microwave anything, just like, yeah. or just going out. Like I went to go get pizza because it had power, like the one place, but everyone else went there. So it took like an hour to get the food. I was like, whatever, I'll come back. But because I guess because of the rush and it was a new place, they were like, yeah, it's like 35 bucks for two pizzas. I'm like, yeah, it seems like a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, yeah. they, they know they have monopoly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. These so conditions. It was, so, yeah. you know, things like that. And, so I'm went, the went out a few I'm times. I'm the captain now. <laughs> yeah. So it, it was, I got by. You know what I did do? And I actually just put out the review a couple of days ago. I read what? Heat 2. The, I know the you did. Time. I know you did. Yeah. It was so good. Like actually one of the best books I've read in a long time. That's I, something. I can't yeah. wait to see this movie now. I know we weren't going to talk about it. It just came to my head. It's a natural segue of this conversation. But no, but we'll we should do a fantastic. heat. We should do a heat episode eventually because I think that heat, like and Michael Michael Mann overall, I think we addressed him a few times. But heat is a monumental film yeah. to discuss uh, for multiple reasons, not just acting because of De Niro and Pacino, but it's it's a landmark in uh, in like crime genre. Yeah, I think it's, it's so a crime epic, should. and oh, I sure. can't recommend it enough. And I thought Heat 2 was going to be like one of those, almost like a straight to DVD, but for a book. Like Heat 2, it's not the best title. It's not even like Heat Part 2. It's just called Heat 2. And I was like, where did this come out of? Kind of feels like Heat Michael Mann got bored over the, the pandemic. So I was yeah, like, well, we've got power, title. no power. So I'm going to read it. And the first impression is actually the first chapter is just like a summary of Heat 1, like condensed. So I was like, it wasn't a great first impression. Once you leave that behind, Damn. Damn. the the way it was written I can picture camera angles in my head and I can picture Pacino and De Niro delivering the lines because it's written how the actors delivered the performance so like Pacino's character he'll be like investigating and be like what does this guy think what does he think mm-hmm. and he's thinking out loud and he's like what are ya whereas Pacino's character is like don't tell me what to do it's a bit more staccato or he'll say do not as opposed to don't yeah, yeah. And it was just, it was fantastic. I don't know. Couldn't I can't sing this book's praises enough. <laughs> okay, I'll keep it in mind. Uh, my bookshelf is pretty stacked. Your shelf that. is stacked. I know yours must be way worse, but uh, <laughs> yeah, Pacino and yeah. Heat like such an overacting classic. Yeah, like, it's like give it's me sh- give me all you got. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> just me. got a big ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's really fun in that film, Pacino. Yeah. And uh, Spacino uh, played that role as if he was on cocaine, like the character. And the book actually dies into 
his not Dyson, but it goes into his substance abuse problems a bit more. Yeah, something we don't see in the movie. Yeah, so, so that's something that's mentioned in the book. And just the book has a sense of place. Like they're talking about like going to a diner. Michael Mann's like, it's on this street and this street. Mm-hmm. What's on the radio when they're driving in the car? It's Ice Cubes. Uh, either t- it's one of an Ice Cube song. You're immersed. You know, which power drills they're using to crack safes? Like the details are there. Which wires they're snapping? Mm-hmm. Fantastic, awesome, man. Great read. No, it's a it's a great uh, coming into the show. But I see you drinking, and we haven't yes, introduced. We haven't. Our I, beverages. I was just holding it, and I was like, what I are, feel like drinking. What it. do you have? What do you have in front of you? I have gone back to the Caribbean, and I'm having the Eldorado Twelve today. Oh. Eldorado 12. Yeah. yeah, you had a few times prior. I think it's your third time having Eldorado. It's the second or third on the show, but it's such an exceptional rum that it's, you can't say no to it. And it tastes like scotch or whiskey, but it's also tasting like rum. It has like a smooth taste to it. It, it looks more like uh, like scotch or whiskey. I don't know if you can tell on the camera. A little. Yeah, it looks darker on the camera than it it's does. It's a little darker, but yes, I see, yeah. see it clearly. But it, yeah, it doesn't. It's not spiced or anything. It's good. I would recommend. Right. Awesome. Um, since it's been such a busy week uh, for me, I, I, I think I needed to reward myself in some way. <laughs> so I wanted to, I don't know, like fetch something again. I haven't tried before. I love rye. You know, I mm, love rye. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But mm. I wanted, uh, I wanted to try something else in just pure bourbon. So actually, this is bottled in California. So this is actually quite different. But have you heard of Redwood Empire? I have, but I've never okay. had it. It's such a big, humongous bottle. It's almost oh like God. a bottle of wine yeah. kind of thing. It looks uh, like my bottle of Chivig. But yes, cl- kind of the same thing. Um, really clear looking. Like, but and again, it's not a bourbon because it's not from Kentucky. It's, a, it's an American whiskey, an American rye whiskey. Um Again, like 45% alcohol, crafted by hand, really, really like artisanal kind of feel and vibe to it. But as soon as I said, like I read that one, it's one of the most popular like rye whiskeys in, in the US. I never tried it. I was like, well, I'm in. Why not? Uh, it's on a pricier side though, guys. So, I mean, not I went much. a little out of my way. 75. Okay. I mean, uh, <laughs> that that's a, a uh, fair price, I would say, for... Yeah. For scotch whiskeys, bourbons, if yeah. if we're going over into like the triple digits, I think you're starting to like really treat yourself. But I think yeah. anything between fifty and eighty Canadian is like a fair, fair. price for a yeah. good product. Yeah. So again, I have my Glencairn glass, so I'm I'm, I'm yeah smelling and tasting, but might yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. Smell smells harsh though. It smells like it's the spiciness of the rye. You you all you you really feel already, but the alcohol as well. Like you feel you feel the you, you smell the. What's the, the proof alcohol. on it? Um, it's not written. It must be again. Much, I don't know if it's maybe a hundred or less. But it's maybe it's less than a hundred. But um, but it smells harsh. Like mm-hmm. definitely, it's not it's not a smooth uh, nose. And in terms of the taste, let's see. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, the burn. This is a. It's a. Yeah. It's a burner. Um, it's not unpleasant, but it's not. I know you like like this a smooth bourbon yeah. when you tried out of my house. This is not it. Th- okay. That's not it. That that's like. That's Mike Tyson punching, like punching you in the throat, like, so it's, like yeah. It's since it's rye based, like you feel like the grain going down essentially. Yeah, but it's not even. Have you had it before, co- or is this your first no, one? No, it's my first one. Okay. Um, nice color, nice presentation. Um, not a not a great nose. But the taste is fine. It's just it's yeah it's it's harsh. Like I think I'll put an ice cube in it. Like if okay. I do have it, like I think I'll have it on the rocks and then just neat because neats is is like ugh. it's you're that or maybe put like a few drops of water in it. Just maybe to yeah. The flavor maybe. So again for the price, 
maybe I was expecting a little more. Again, I'll, I'll let it rest. I'll retry it later on. Uh, see if with water it's better. But it's 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 fine. Hmm. It's just it's, it's intense. It's intense. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. but I'm glad glad to try other stuff at times. So it's yeah, I, I feel the need to try something new. But like we're both going on vacation. I've been physio like crazy. Money needs to be handled a little better for me right now once i get the vacation like over with and once i'm done physio but my back's been feeling a lot better the past couple of weeks um, well that's good news yeah. man congrats yeah, exactly. uh, and you're doing the right thing with the the, the savings and the money maybe I'm, <laughs> I'm getting out of my way i shouldn't but it's uh anywho um a lot of things to discuss today a lot of things uh, first and foremost i think we have some solid star wars recap to do mm-hmm. not the mandalorian yet uh even we'll if it's today episode. the finale but we'll do that next episode um but star wars celebration ended and there's a lot of lot of content that was uh, yeah. that was shared i yeah. missed a good chunk of it like i had to play catch up because i was without power i had the friday off and i was like nice i got friday off because it's easter I get to watch Star Wars Celebration. I'm going to check out all this. And I can't check out anything because I'm not yeah. going to stream anything on my data. That, that would be dumb. So I've had to play catch up uh, days after the fact. I was able to catch a few articles just to know what was happening. But the, I guess the big news is we got three movies on the horizon. Not one, not yes. two, three. Yeah, three. And Do you think uh, um, with announcing three movies, considering Lucasfilm's track record with directors leaving projects, do you think yeah. three might have been a little overzealous? No. Well, it depends on what's the span of time for production, right? Well, they said I, that I they've already a, entered pre-production on, I think, most of them. I think the on first the three, one yeah. with um, Daisy Ridley's I, Return, I think that's 2025 is the target date. Remind me, okay, so remind me of the timeline for the three. The, one of them, for sure, I know it's post-Episode Nine, So it's, what, 15 years after Rise of Skywalker with yeah, Rey? Yeah, so it's New Jedi founding Order the New Jedi Rey. Order. Okay, interesting yeah. choice. Especially not against it because not it's, against it's, it's not against it because again like a world of possibilities like nothing on paper exists on this time yeah. frame so it's like okay interesting it can give i can think it's fair to give daisy ridley another shot at ray and oh, say sure. okay and I hope john Boyega sh- comes back too oh yeah hopefully that would be so. nice yeah so for him and put um, oscar isaac as well i think oscar but isaac matters less if it's jedi focused story it might be nice to have him like in a small role but like if small finn's, cameo the, or if something. finn's yeah. doing the four like studying to become a jedi i hope he's there as well yeah. character needs a, a redemption story <laughs> Yeah, and again, I'm curious if they're gonna bring maybe a ghost version of Adam Driver's character. That could be fun as well if they want to go there. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I wasn't displeased with this, saying, okay, we'll give another shot at Ray post Rise of Skywalker. I'm like, fair. I think that, again, this character had such a bad rap, and it's not because mm-hmm. of Daisy Ridley. So I'm like, you, you still have a chance maybe to redeem her. So if you yeah. have more, like, time with her exploring, like, how she is really with like all of her senses and all alone with her Jedi knowledge because there's nobody else to teach her. Like everybody else is gone. Yeah, or it's her in the books. As a force, it's her in the books and Force Ghosts, basically. Yeah. So and, it, and we're not I'm even like, sure if she gets the Force Ghosts. She might not, not even sure. Yeah. Not even sure. So I think it's a lot of breeding room just for her. So I think it's 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 good. I'll be interested. I'll be watching, and it's still a character I I admired. So yeah, see who's all good it? for that. Sorry? Did you see who's writing it? No, remind me, please. Stephen Knight. The guy who did oh. Peaky Blinders. Wow. I yeah. didn't know he was into Star Wars. Well, it's the same kind of thing with Don't, Tony Gilroy. Right? I think Tony Gilroy is not is into Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. that it's the paycheck is interesting. So they're just like, oh, okay, I'll do Star Wars. That <laughs> Tony, in Tony Gilroy's case, he had a story to tell, and that story just happened to fit in the Star Wars universe. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, yeah Stephen Knight's going to be writing this one. the The word is that this is the one that Damon Lindelof was originally working on, and then Lindelof left, and now Stephen Knight is taking over the writing. So Lindelof will probably get like a story credit, whereas like Knight will probably get a screenplay credit. 
I'm, I'm excited for this. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be... Again, they, they need to land this plane because if they fail, I'm like, they, they failed everything, well, close to everything yeah. or not so about like the, the some of the sequel trilogy stuff. But uh, okay, so this is one of the three movies. The other two, can you just remind me the timelines for yeah, the other so two? Yeah, so the next um, one, which I think is targeting a 2026 release date, is the one that's directed by Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni. Probably yeah. going to be Mando written movie. by... Well, yeah, kind of like a, an everybody in that Mandoverse. So it's going to be whatever we are after Return of the Jedi. Let's say like eight years after Return of the Jedi. Uh, and it's going to act as a Avengers level event for the likes of Mandalorian, Ahsoka, Book of Boba Fett, and Skeleton Crew. And that's going to amalgamate all that. And considering a line spoken in the Ahsoka trailer, which we'll get to in a few... I'll take the bet that this movie will be called Heir to the Empire. It should, right? They should. They should do they're, that. they're clearly yeah. building towards Thrawn, who was mentioned in um, the previous episode of Mandalorian, mentioned in season two of Mando. We got a glimpse of him in the Ahsoka trailer. I don't yeah, think he's the, the he's not the big bad him. of Ahsoka. He's going to show up, but he's not the big bad. I think it's he's the MacGuffin, right? Because it, the, there's an interesting mention that the last episode of The Mandalorian, episode seven, where there's the the Empire reunion with mm-hmm. all the, the officers. Scene. Yeah, great scene. And um, how they mention Thrawn is like somebody they're fi- they're trying to find. They they don't yeah. know where he is. And Gideon's just kind of and done waiting. He's like, where is he? I yeah, think new yeah, leadership is, is in order. Exactly. Helion and Hux, by the way, uh, that's supposed to be... Hux from Hux, Force Awakens' Hux, dad. General Hux's father, yeah. Yeah, played by um, Donald Gleason's brother. Which is cool. Yeah. Good, flat, good, good, good one. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I'm curious to see how they're going to use Thrawn moving forward. But Hair of the Empire movie, they should. They should. It's just a weird because, again, the, the book featured the three heroes from the original trilogy. Yeah. And now I'm just like, okay, so you're going to disregard all of this and just focus on My Thrawn guess. and the characters from, from Mandalorian yeah. and Book of Boba Fett? I think that's yeah. exactly what's going to happen. So those who are hoping for like a one-to-one adaptation of the Thrawn trilogy, I don't think you should expect that. But what I think you should expect is uh, they're going to cherry-pick from those books i think like thrawn will be the big bag peleon will be his number two and it'll be about thrawn trying to re-establish some form of empire which i guess will become the first order and instead of like luke uh, han leia and lando and chewie it's going to be mando din probably boba fett fennec ahsoka jude law's character and skeleton crew perhaps maybe yeah, bo-katan like, I, I don't know i haven't seen the finale yet. i don't know what happens so that, that's my guess and it'll be like a team up we could maybe get the de-aged luke as a minor character because he's popped True. up a couple yeah. times so i mean yeah i don't i don't think luke is out of the, the question but no way is he a lead or supporting character he's like shows up for a scene or two character yeah so, okay, interesting. I'm really not against it. Again, this is another good idea. And the third movie, remind me, is... James Mangold, um, and he's doing James Dawn of the Jedi, which is some... I can't remember off the top of my head. It's either ten or 20,000 years before the... Phantom Menace. At that point, it doesn't even matter. Before the primary Star, uh, Star Wars timeline. And it's going to be about the origins of the Jedi. And I would assume the origins of the Sith as well. Because it's, mm-hmm. from what I remember reading, it's more about the advent of Force users discovering the Force and like what that means. So clearly that means like finding the Jedi and by association finding the dark side as well. And this gives me actually great hope for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Because if Lucasfilm didn't like it, they wouldn't give him a Star Wars movie. True, true. Yeah, so I That's think, a good one. Yeah, yeah, so I think this only makes us more should make us more excited for Indiana Jones because I think that's the the patent seal of approval. Like it's in the bag. Lucasfilm's happy with the end result. One thing for one one thing's for sure. Um, I think they said, "Hey, Patty Jenkins, f you," <laughs> and your Squirrel Squadron movie <laughs> idea. So Kathleen Kennedy was doing an interview with IGN, and she was never like these movies were never like formally cancel or formally announced they're just in like they're not in active development anymore and she was doing this no, like, corporate it, spiel interview 
there was a teaser of it with the director. Yeah. I mean, what she do you was mean? Like, it was it was. She announced. said something along the lines of like the Kevin Feige movie was never formally announced. That was something that the press just like conjured up. But the guy who wrote Loki was supposed to be writing this movie as well, and he was talking openly about, yeah, I'm working on a Star Wars movie, and it's just like, I don't know. She she could have handled those interviews a little better, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but it seems like right. Patty Jenkins not happening. Taika's movie not happening. not happening. At least not right now. Ryan uh, Johnson's the trilogy. The Ryan Johnson can. trilogy is dead in the water. Yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah. we're on to a new direction. I th- the Ray movie, I don't think, is a huge surprise. There was a lot of rumors about it for the last few months. And I don't think there's any real surprise with Filoni's movie either. But I think the big surprise is Filoni will be directing it. Mm-hmm. I think, well, he's capable. But again, it, yeah, it's going to be like his first... Like, like official theatrical yeah. like show. I would like imagine Favreau yeah. would at least produce it, if not co-write it. Yeah, I think All that's right, a good stuff. Point. Yeah, so that I'm, was that. I'm I'm optimistic, and I think they they made nice creative choices in terms of content. I think that's the nice um, thing. We're we're stepping away from. The the sequel trilogy and the original trilogy. We're, the, tri- we're the trilogies doing, yeah. as well. It's just like a movie here, a movie there, a movie, yeah. and like everything. They said that we're going to bring now. back yeah. the the opening crawls as well. So all three movies will have crawls. I think that's a great move. The Rogue One and Solo felt weird without the crawl. Yeah, Solo. Well, Solo is like more of a yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, Rogue One felt weird. The Rogue opening weird. of Rogue One just felt a, weird. The harsh like. <laughs> And then we were in the movie. I'm like, whoa. Like, whoa. What happened there? Oh, yeah, exactly. No, it's true. Um, okay, so this is for the theatrical releases. Um, and now for the series. Well, we had, for sure, we had the Ahsoka teaser, which was pretty nice. I, get, uh, I have a lot of questions. but yeah. I'm, I <laughs> Initially before the trailer, I was sort of like, okay, yeah, like Ahsoka show. It, it wasn't on my... It wasn't high on my excited radar. No, because I think Ahsoka was never much of my character. I'm like, uh, I never was a big watcher of the Clone Wars. I discovered her more after. Mm. So, yeah, I'm not really that attached to Ahsoka. I think it's the same for you. I'm I'm a big fan of the Clone Wars, and I watched Rebels. So I have that growth of the character already. Oh, and the fan of Rebels will be served. Did you watch Rebels? No, but I know the characters, so I recognize them so, instantly. So that not was, only uh, that, though, recognizing the characters, but there are visual cues in the trailer that make me go, "This is just Rebels season five. Possibly, and yeah. I'll, I think I'll, maybe I'll write an article, or yeah, I'll probably write an article, but I'll compile a list of what I think might be essential episodes to watch leading into Ahsoka. Because seeing Ezra and company hunting for fruit early on in season one, uh, you don't need to watch that to watch the Ahsoka show. But events like the the World Between Worlds episode, super duper critical, like you need to watch it kind of thing. And there is certain iconography that was in the trailer that was clearly pulling out of that particular story. As well yeah. as things like uh, Ahsoka showdown with Darth Maul is going to be not Darth Maul, uh, Darth Vader is going to be attaching into that particular arc as well. A lot of stuff with Thrawn. So I do think that there is some merit in watching some Rebels episodes leading into Ahsoka. Because this is, can you remind me the timeline of Ahsoka TV show? Because is this it's the same, same timeline time as Mando? Mando? Yeah. Okay, so it's post Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure. All right, makes sense. Um, and again, like the whole cult with the the I don't know if they're Sith with the orange lightsabers. I'm I like, who are these are. guys? Yeah, I'm who are these guessing guys? Dark Jedi because they're. I don't think they're Sith. Their sabers no. are different. I don't know. I like not knowing. I I like new. And yeah, I like new. This exactly. the trailer had a lot of lightsabers and a lot of things I did not recognize. I'm like, what? What is that? What's that? Like, and I recognize some elements. Like I said, like the ships and the characters and some visual things. But 
there's a lot that that felt new to me and i'm excited for that and the, the tone was pretty good as well it felt a bit more serious mm. yeah which episode six of mando can't make that claim yeah jesus christ no <laughs> <laughs> well, season three overall can make that claim, but that's just me. Yeah, but, that's a conversation uh, anyway. for next time. Yeah, for next time, yeah. yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, again, Ahsoka, I'll watch it. It's not... Uh, I think I'm more curious about Skeleton Crew than, than Ahsoka show, to be honest. Um, and we don't know much about Skeleton Crew. Nothing was shown, right? No, uh, well, nothing shown on the internet. They showed a teaser trailer for both the Acolyte and Skeleton Crew, like, in audience... Uh, I tried to watch bootlegs, but I didn't really get very far. But from what I read, the Acolyte is very, like, dark side heavy, almost like martial arts heavy. Mm -hmm. The showrunner who did uh, Russian Doll, she said it's kind of like Frozen, like the, the Sisters Astray part of Frozen combined with Kill Bill. Wow. I know it's a bit of a, a weird one. Frozen from Disney with Kill Bill. Frozen okay. with, with Kill Bill. I'm like, <laughs> that's a, a totally very interesting thing to uh, to compare it to. And then yes. with Skeleton Crew, they showed a teaser as well. And we know this one is going to be more like an Amblin production. And they want mm. it to feel kind of like Goonies and Stranger Things, but in space. Um that's just kind of as much as I got out of it. And John Watts is one. He's just a he's the showrunner actually, the guy who did um, Spider Man: Far From Home, No Way Home. Yeah, yeah, John Watts. Yeah, uh, yeah. He also yeah. did the first two episodes of The Old Man. Yes, yeah. I do with uh, Jeff Bridges. Yeah, did you yeah, watch yeah. it? No, I heard good things though. Oh, it was really um, good. Very, no. very well done. Uh, awesome. The first episode of The Old Man. There's this four to six minute uncut fight scene it was wonderful four to six minutes four to six minutes wow. without a camera cut and it's wow. it's not like um it's not a clean fight it's a lot of like panting on the ground and slugs being thrown and chokeholds and grappling and it feels desperate and because the camera is close and it doesn't cut the the tension is palpable well, I want this in Star Wars. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. And I was like, wow, um, John Moss has got some pretty solid direction. I hope, because yeah. nothing about his direction really stood out in, um, in Spider-Man. But the old man of direction, I was like, nice. Yeah. But this is interesting. Like, this point we've reached into, like, Star Wars productions and... I guess um, the opportunities in this universe, I think, reach a critical point here because, like, they've they've they're done with their trilogies. Mando is coming to an end. I think, if I'm not mistaken, maybe they're considering season four, there's but it's going to be the last. Yeah. There's a season four, but it's I think it's the last one, and the, the, there's the movie, of course. Yeah. But this is more like we're entering like no man's land. Like everything works, we can do pretty much everyone everything we want. But see how, like, all the opportunities in this universe actually land nicely. Yeah, because there's one part in the presentation that showed off, like, the, the Star Wars timeline. And it just kept adding, like, the we had the High Republic. And then they added the Dawn of the Jedi era. But then they also added yeah. the Old Republic era. And they just showed this timeline. And then they're like, here's like, the, the First Order era. And then they added, like, the New Jedi Order era. And it's, it's just like, we've extended the timeline and it gives them more options to tinker with. I'm like, nice. Like, that's the first time they've acknowledged the old Republic. Yeah. Do something in that time frame. <laughs> no, for sure. And I think they'll try again. They just need to land this plane. But uh, because again, like more and more, we've got the examples. Them like if if not done perfectly. And again, Andor was that exception. But mm -hmm. if not done per perfectly, I mean the the opportunities and the the. How can I say this? The how deep you can explore this universe, I think, has its its barriers. Like you don't, there's not that much to do that is interesting, if not well crafted. So, which is why yeah. I'm a little more excited for the Acolyte, which is coming out in 2024. As I said, tonally, it feels a bit more like Andor. Yeah, 
which but, we love. Yeah, so <laughs> it's 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 great. And yeah, season two is will 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 come. Okay, so uh, did we miss miss anything, or that's the gist of there, it? There, there's a few other things like like the Bad Batch season three is going to be the last season. Mm-hmm. Um, a few like bits and bops here and there, but I think that's more or less the the most important things for sure. Yeah. All right. So more Star Wars to come, guys. Yeah. Uh, It'll never we'll stop. Posted. <laughs> it will. No, it's fine. But I mean, after after Mando season three, what's next? Uh, closest in the calendar, it's Ahsoka, and Ahsoka yeah. is August, right? Yes. I think it's August. Yeah. Or well, it's summer for sure. Yeah, I yeah. think it's August. I can't remember August. off the top okay. of my head, but I think so. Okay. okay. And, and then Skeleton the, yeah, Crew is Skeleton probably going to be end of year. Yeah, I think it's probably going to be December. December and then we acolyte early 2024. That's my guess. Pro- acolyte's probably going to be like March 2024. Okay, awesome yeah. in the year. All right, man. All right, interesting. Um, after this, so I know both you and I went to theaters, but for different. Uh, uh, no, sorry. We'll do our movies after. Yeah, okay. uh, we want to discuss some Harry Potter first. Yeah. They announced the TV show. Which is so. I didn't expect that at all, which is so freaking weird. I, they did that. I wasn't surprised because I heard rumblings that for for months now that was something that they were considering. They wanted to do a Harry Potter TV show, but I was kind of hoping that they would. When they said a Harry Potter TV show, I was kind of hoping that it was going to be something like uh, something new, like Marauders TV show. Like here's the story about James Sirius. Yeah. Uh, like Peter. background stories on characters we know again and yeah. so many people make jokes of it and said oh there's no like people why like of all the things they could have done they just this and again like they i don't know they they so scared because of what happened with fantastic i think Beasts that's exactly like, it. i have a draft going right now and i'm, I'm gonna publish it on screen hub soon but i so, think the fear of doing anything original after the failure of fantastic beasts I'm pretty sure the guys at Warner Discovery got together on the table and they're like, okay, so Harry Potter's our biggest cash cow. It's, it's their biggest IP. Fact. And they're like, how do it we... Is? Yeah, it is. To this day? Yeah, it's bigger than Warner. It's bigger than DC in terms of uh, cinematic uh, profitability. Wow. Yeah. Really? So they were like, okay. how do we bring the magic back? And yeah, for sure... Literally. For sure. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure the knee-jerk reaction and the, the, the overall discussion, the the agreement was just use the brand name. Use Harry Potter because it's familiar. Everyone knows it. And so they just said, well, let's just do Harry Potter. One season, one book, as opposed to doing, like, uh, The Marauders. And you do seven seasons of those four growing up. And... Let me tell you, I do not envy the would-be cast of this show for two reasons. I don't. Two reasons. Jesus. Yeah. I think, A, especially the kids, because we're in a social big media age now. Big shoes to fill. Yeah. The, the big shoes to fill. We can say as much as we want about how the movies deviated from the books, but I think the cast for the movies were guarded very fondly. Like, there was the 20th anniversary special. Like, the movies are very dear to a lot of people. So that means these young people who are probably going to be around 10 years old when they get hired, they're going to be compared to like Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, Rupert Grant, and that's going to be all over like Twitter, TikTok, whatever. They're going to be compared and they're going to have to grow up with that comparison, whether it's positive or negative. They're better. They're they're not as good. They're going to have to deal with that. Another thing they're going to have to deal with is J.K. Rowling is a producer on the show. She's executive producer and no matter what you think about J.K. Rowling, those kids are going to have to bear the brunt of you signed up to a project with J.K. Rowling. And they're going to have to take it. Yeah. Yeah, and so those kids are going to be like, oh, you're working for, you're working for a bigot, you're working for someone who hates uh, the trans community. That's going to come up. It's inevitable. And I don't envy that on the kids. I don't think it's fair. No. No, for sure. You said it better than I ever could. But again, it's just a, such a lack of inspiration, inspiration, uh, a lack of audacity, a lack of innovation, just a mm-hmm. lack of vision overall. A lack of just vision. like yeah. lack just of like vision. Again? I mean, 
again, mm. you're gonna redo the story that everybody knows. Yeah. Like where this same for Star Wars, this is a huge universe. You have so many characters that you can pick and just say, okay, Severus Snape origin story. Take Adam Driver, put him in this universe. Seriously? You're an origin story. You know what I would love with him. Uh, apart from uh, the Marauders, I think that's yeah. that's the best option. But picture uh, maybe like three or four seasons and do like Breaking Bad, but with Tom Riddle. Maybe you yeah. get um, Tom Hiddleston to play Tom Riddle, and then you get Adam Driver to play Snape, and it's sort of that mentor relationship. I know there's a time gap in the age and all that. But you can still make it work. Yeah, of course, yeah. of course. Or just like young Voldemort, like a, a tragic story, like of a fine man becoming evil. Breaking Bad, like just uh, do yeah. do Breaking or Bad with Harry Potter. Breaking Bad with Harry Potter. Uh, I mean, yeah, again, the Marauders, like the young young James and Lady Potter when they're younger. Yeah, with they can do Lupin that as well. Lupin and James and Peter, like Lupin and James and Sirius, young Sirius. They can do that. And the Blacks, I mean, the Black family, so much richness in this. Yeah. I'm like, come on. Even though, like the Targaryens though, of the Harry yeah. Potter world. I mean, come on. Even a show about like the founders, the four founders. Yeah, Gryffindor, like Slytherin, about yeah the, the Cedric, exactly. how they formed the castle and formed the school. Like that's a story right there. And yeah, how and the first couple of years started how do you start a magic school it's one thing to like come together but how did like year one go i'm sure it was really rocky they didn't just hit the ground running <laughs> no for sure yeah. um so just so yeah, yeah it's 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 unexplicable i mean like how again lack of vision and i'm really surprised by warner brothers like they it's for them to think that it's the right thing to do yeah. it's like it's a little frustrating it's uh, disheartening it's frustrating. a little bit Am yeah. I? But they, do I? Am I a little are excited? Are we gonna watch it? That's Probably. the question. Is that? They, I mean, and they still got us by the by our wallets. They yeah. just like, okay, yeah, sure, we like Vision, but will you watch it? Yeah, will especially us it? as like content like, creators, like, and you're like, damn, yes, yeah. we will watch it. So. Yeah, especially in the division that's where they we need. like to talk about that, it on podcasts and yeah. writing about it. It's, it probably wouldn't be a, a good idea to not talk about it because I mean, I there's know. just. SEO and things to consider like oh they're not talking about it one way or the other if it's positive or negative but it's it's there it's almost like we're obliged to talk about these big temple events in one way shape or form so we'll probably check it out and I'm sure it'll be interesting seeing because the pitch of the show is it's going to be a one-to-one adaptation whereas moving one book when there's not too much to change but as you go through the books Especially when I hit book four onwards, like they're, they're vastly different at times. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Because what book one to three, I'm like, well, not too we're much. Pretty, not too much changes. I mean, for book book one is pretty close to a like one to one comparison. Uh, so yeah. So again, we'll, we'll we'll see. But it's yeah, lack of vision. I think I'll I'll, I'll re say this. It's I'm really surprised and frustrated by Warner Brothers decision especially for this universe that has the, so many possibilities the promo image and, as well for the show was the Hogwarts castle the, so they're and just and the Harry Potter look yeah so they're the same not they're, changed. they're keeping yeah, yeah. all that and they're just gonna recast it they're not even changing the, the, the brand the they're brand. not changing the identity of yeah. the brand now it's, it stays the same Jesus yeah. Christ which like yeah. I saw the castle and I'm like it looks the same and it's almost like they pulled it straight out of Hogwarts Legacy. Hey, segue. Hey, <laughs> nice segue. Yeah, because I I was I, I I'm playing some serious Hogwarts Legacy for the past month, I would say. Um, so we talked about it with the anonymous Jays uh, last the year. Average but, uh, oh, I said the anonymous. You oh, said sorry, the anonymous. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Justin <laughs> and Jay. Sorry. Uh, the average Jays, we discussed um, this with them last year. Yeah, but yeah, I bought the game excited. on Xbox Series X. And I'm going to be buying a PlayStation really f- like in a couple of weeks. I'm going to use my tax return. I'm just going to buy it, and then I'm going to play this game. But tell me about it. I want to get excited. It's 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 fun. It's Honestly, it's fun. It's you, you, You're getting back to the old days when you used to play like the, the Harry Potter games on PC. Which I totally um, did. <laughs> Which I totally yeah. did as well. Flipendo. The first four, the first four, the first four. I did ones, the first three. Uh, at least. Mm. Yeah. After that, it was less less interesting. But 
Um, yeah, it's fun. I mean, for sure, you have the pleasure of designing your own character, your own avatar. That's always fun. The detail and the the um, the, the level of detail of the the graphics in this is pretty interesting. Yeah. Pretty good. How so? Um, it's no, it's just really it's the, the quality of the graphics really good. Uh, the depth of just your environment in which you're in. I mean, it's it's a rich, big ass. RPG environment, so you have such a huge open world to discover. Um, so, and again, you can choose your own house, and that says a lot pick? about the. Uh, I'm gonna surprise you, actually. Which one do you think I picked? Ravenclaw. It's no, I'm not. Well, that, that would be my last one. Uh. It's supposed to be the less fun of the the. I'm not. I I have Ravenclaw vibes to you. No, it's just I was I was just going through the wheel, and I was like. I don't no. think it's Gryffindor. I could have chosen Gryffindor. Yeah. I decided not not to because it like we saw Gryffindor pretty much through all yeah. the movies, so it's nice to choose something else. But uh, so a Slytherin. That leads. No, I I picked Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. Okay. <laughs> Hufflepuff so, is what I was sorted into with the Pottermore. I actually have a Hufflepuff scarf. Me too. Yeah, because I think you and I were kind hearts yeah. and we're just patient, tolerant, uh, we're really loyal friends. So. I chose like and I again they're they're giving you some some answer some questions to answer first and they make a selection for you of who you sh- which house you okay, can choose. That's interesting. You can disregard you can disregard it if you wish and just choose yourself, or you can link your Pottermore account so you'll be placed in mm-hmm. Hufflepuff directly. But I always knew that I like again I did Pottermore thing I did a couple of quizzes and it all most like it's always between Gryffindor and Hufflepuff. And I'm like, well, Gryffindor, we know what to expect mostly. It's nice to be different. So I'm just like, oh, yeah. why not? I'll try Hufflepuff. That's why I'm, um, I'm in the same boat as well. I'm like, I'm either going to do Hufflepuff or Ravenclaw because we never even see the Ravenclaw or the, Hufflepuff common rooms in the movies. Never, so yeah. I'm like, so I want to see something different. So those two, I'm probably just going to like flip a coin because if it's not Hufflepuff, usually those quizzes, I, I either get Hufflepuff or Ravenclaw. So... Yeah. yeah. So it's no, it's it's fun. So and that it, it's it's sometimes depending on the house you choose, your journey like changes a little bit. So it's not exactly like a, a one-to-one copy for each player. Mm. It's quite different. There's some like subtle so, variations. So it's subtle variations that are actually quite nice. So um, yeah. So I liked it. And as a as a Hufflepuff, I think I'm the only house that, is, that I'm allowed to visit Azkaban. So I visited, <laughs> I visited Azkaban. I was really happy. I didn't even know Azkaban so, was in the game. I don't mind if it's uh, talked about. Them. Oh, oh, it's nice. not Azkaban. a big it's not a big it's not a big uh, spoiler. No but overall, it's really nice, man. It's it's fun. The combat tr- strategics are way more complicated than I imagined. Like to like combo spells and try to just survive without drinking too much health potion is quite quite challenging. So it's a bit more strategy as opposed to just like the PC games where you would just yeah. point and click and you would just hit like flipendo yeah, yeah. the whole time. No, no. no, this is a little more, you need to be a little more strategic on how you fight, but it's uh, it's fun. I mean, open world, uh, interesting story, too many cinematics, I think, t- on, th- on stuff you don't care about that much, like old portraits, like telling mm-hmm. anecdotes. You're just like, well... Sure. Okay. <laughs> move um, on. Move on. Move on. Move on. But uh, yeah, no. Overall, it's it's fun game, man. You should play it. It's 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 really long. Also, to finish, like I'm I'm not I'm almost done with the main story, but I'm I'm over like 38 hours of nice. play, and I'm just like, oh, like I <laughs> and I'm not even finished with all the the side quests and whatnot. So it's uh, did you go down long, the dark path to get like the uh, unforgivable curses? Well, yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you need to get them because no, it's again, optional. It's so from what I understand, no, no. But I mean, you need no, no. I mean, you you can choose, you can choose to have them later or just totally decline them. But I like, in my opinion, you need to have mm. them because it's it's just, they're really powerful. Yeah, it makes things a little and, easier, I'm sure. Well, yes, and like specifically when you have a big astral with like that health bar, and you just throw like an Nevada Kedavra, it dies. Yeah, at you're just like, all right, that, that sorts that. So, yeah, exactly. So yeah, no, it's I for sure I learned. <laughs> yeah. <I'll, laughs> so when the characters like, do you want to learn the spell? I'm like, hell yes, yeah, the, give it to time. me. <laughs> and you can cast spell like cast crucial like on your friends. Oh no! See what happens. So it's <laughs> yeah. I also did and not know that. You can yes, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's quite it's quite brutal. So overall, a good game. Uh, good good. Uh, yeah, good experience. game. Fine experience of a happy, Harry Which Potter board. Also uh, going back to our. T- 
previous comment, like I don't know how good or not good the story is in Hogwarts Legacy, but Hogwarts Legacy at least shows you can do something outside of the Harry Potter universe, tell like a completely oh, original 100%. tale. So it's 100%. like yeah. HBO. Like, there is there's the proof in the pudding. Tell a, sh- a show in that universe. Yeah, and people have a ton of fun with it. I mean, just like place like su- like place subtle cameos and just winks at the universe here and there and then people will be happy not not need no need to redo the whole thing like i don't know yeah so yeah well but anyway this is good so if you haven't played hogwarts legacy and you can either on pc xbox or playstation do it it's fun it's a fun game you'll have uh, ton of good playing hours and you can also play well it's not a split screen game it's only solo but uh i'm sure your your second half who also grew yeah. up on harry potter will appreciate just enjoy just picking it up and playing it just wandering exploring exactly yeah that sounds fun i fully intend to do that once i have the means to do that until that time i will reminisce uh to close out the show uh usually if we were cool we'd be like this episode is brought to you by and we put it an annoying plug from our, our sponsor but we don't have an annoying plug for any sponsors we have our friends no we put them at about, the front which we put them at the yeah. front usually <laughs> but we do want to say go check out screen of entertainment uh, i applied to the comic-con in montreal i don't know if you have yet but we're going to try to have a presence at comic shortly shortly yeah. yeah we'll be there um i'm really curious about the the attendees yeah today, gotta, this year uh, i saw uh, christina ricci is there christina so ricci is going to be there uh, giancarlo yeah. esposito is going to be there the, oh wow that's nice yeah cool the, uh, i don't have the gang a, from a supernatural figurine but maybe i can buy one and have him sign yes it, on that I like i know tom welling's gonna be there and uh, rosenbaum from supernatural um so it's a, a decent start to the the guests and we hope to be there and we'll talk to you about it afterwards uh but right yeah. now we'll talk to you about the movies we've seen recently i've seen mm-hmm. one fred's seen one you want to go first start I'll with go yours Oscar? yeah start with yours so i went into this movie with initially low expectations it was on my most anticipated list for 2023 and i wrote something along the lines of this movie is either going to be amazing or it's going to be a heaping pile of dog crap and so i waited the uh, like two weeks a week since it came out and then i saw it the, the day i got power back actually power came back we're like to the movie theater and our friend alex he told me to go see it generally speaking the internet was like this movie is really good so I went yeah. to go see Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Went in with like, okay, it's, it's getting good reviews, but I'm not expecting like a much. Came out of the movie, I'm like, that movie was freaking awesome. Not in terms of like quality or style or genre or anything, but it reminded me of Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one, in the sense that it was an adventure story, but it also had likable characters, and it actually had good comedy. And it actually had a good story. Like, it was able to tick off a lot of boxes and bring it together. Kind of like the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie. It just, mm. it hit everything. And I, I think maybe the first 10 minutes, I was like, okay, like, so far, nothing special. And then by the end of the movie, I was like, that was a really fun movie. Like, I, I can't wait to watch it again kind of thing. It, the, the comedy was really good sometimes it didn't like not all comedy is great but there were some moments i was actually like laughing out loud and rene jean patty is yeah fantastic in that movie he was he was and he's one of my favorite characters in a movie i've seen in a while nice yeah he was a scene stealer so like i said movie was fun movie was funny good adventure good heist elements Good imagination, good visual, good style. All around, like, a, a really fun time at the movies. And it was one of those, we haven't had a movie like this in a while, where it feels like you're going to a movie that's just a movie that's there to entertain you. So I feel like a lot of movies now have to either try to be, like, big events or they're tied to, like, set up, like, some sort of cinematic universe thing. This just felt like a movie for the sake of a movie. But it was a yeah. big blockbuster. Kind yeah. of like Top Gun. It was just like, this is a movie. Go and this enjoy movie. the movie. And Dungeons & Dragons was that. Is I it doing uh, well at the box office? It's doing better than expected, but it's not making in like 
billions of dollars. But it's 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 like for example, it's doing slightly better than Shazam. But Shazam slightly because but, Shazam is yeah, like the worst. But bomb Shazam of the is a so bomb far, yeah. because of its budget. But D and D had a much smaller budget, and so it's considered a hit. Hmm. But it's not a runaway hit. But I think it'll be one of those word of mouth, and it'll become like a cult favorite as the years go on. That's what I'm thinking. Nice. Uh, was never a D&D guy ever, so I don't I'm not need really to connected to this. To be I don't need guy. to be. Okay. No, and it, but if okay. you do play D&D, you'll be rewarded with little winks and nods and like visual cues. But it's not like you're going to watch it and be like, I don't know what's happening. Like my girlfriend watched Use? it and she has n- she's never played it. I've only played D&D over the pandemic. So I have like oh, okay. a limited oh. understanding. A lot of things I didn't understand and I was never lost. Interesting. You don't need to watch anything. Interesting. All right. Yeah. But yeah, I've heard good things again. So I'm really, it's fun. Nice that we're still producing like really good stuff based on card games and video games. Yeah. Again, like Wink Wake and The Last of Us uh, series. But I mean, it's, it's reassuring. So good, good, good stuff. Uh, I'll watch it when it arrives on the, it lands on streaming for sure. Um, I won't see it in theaters, I guess, but I'll, uh, I'll watch it on streaming. Yeah, I don't sure. know where it's going to go on streaming. My guess is Probably Prime. Maybe Prime. Or Paramount yeah. Plus, actually. Hmm. Yeah. Is it? Well, do you remember the studio? I think it's Paramount. Or, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Paramount Plus. All right. I need to subscribe to that again. Yeah. Then. I need to subscribe. <laughs> Period. Yeah. All right. On my end, um, I went a little lighter in terms of content because I'm trying to find um, good productions, good movies, good TV series that I can watch with my second half who's not as tolerant <laughs> for violence and for for drama and for unhappy endings. So we went to see the Super Mario Bros. movie um, during the weekend. So for sure I was excited because I'm like, yeah, I grew up with Mario. So I, I had a Nintendo 64. Um, yeah, sure, we'll go see Mario. So I went. Um, so it's an hour and 30 minutes. It's just a family. And again, there were families, like, like not a huge ton of people in the room, but a lot of families, like, small kids laughing. So it was cool. It was a nice little vibe, like, really nice little family day at the theaters with, with like, families from your neighborhoods. Um, visually speaking, it's great. Great animation. It's fun to, like, see those characters, like, in the, by, not in the flesh per se, but, I mean, like, on, on the big screen. Um, people would be worried about like the voice af- acting because mm, it's Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt playing Mario, and it's not as bad as I expected. Like honestly, he I think he he expected those kind of remarks, and I think that the way he delivers it is like s- close to unnoticeable. It's like it like it doesn't it doesn't change who Mario is. It doesn't like paint him in a weird different every man portraits uh there's still that little italian vibe to mm. him that that works well um and um luigi is uh, voiced by charlie day and uh both of them together i mean interesting i i'm just they didn't use luigi that much in a movie less than i expected um but overall uh peach awesome like honestly peach was one of the key best characters of the film um donkey Kong was voiced by seth rogan quite funny as well bowser was fine a little disappointing at times but um nothing in this universe made sense mm. but it's fine i mean you know you you know what to expect it's mario and whatnot how, is the movie like oh sorry because i know illumination's the studio how illumination did it feel Just explain your explain well, they, your, they do your, like minions right yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it, how minionsy did it feel relative to like their previous work? Like Secret Lights of Pets and Minions and A little bit, not a little bit like Minions, but I think better better executed in terms of it, it fe- this movie felt more Pixar to me okay. than than uh, than, uh, than than Minions. So, I think it's an upgrade from that. But it's not. I don't. I don't think it's as it's as fun or as funny as like um, the 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 Scrooge. I mean, the, and the the Minions movie. Okay. So, like, did I? I came back satisfied, entertained, but not wowed. I'm like, well, they could have made this a little more entertaining, and I think the script could have been a little more. Like, it, it was the script was really one note. Like, what you see, it what you get. There's no. 
it's it's like the adults in the room will be happy to see the mm. characters, but the Plus story I'm gives. I'm sure love. there's a lot of like nostalgia winks, right? Sort of, yeah, but it's it's not, and yeah, for for sure for Mario Kart players, a mm. lot of nostalgia, like uh, wink wink to the rainbow uh, the rainbow track. But um, it's just yeah, it's too mo- too simple of a narrative. So I felt a little like ah, okay, could have like D- Disney and Pixar, they can sometimes play with like the older people in the room and have like some references that older folks will appreciate. And there's the characters you can relate to even I think in your later stages in life. And there's really some mature subject content that are explored through like the eyes of of children. Mm -hmm. This is not it. This is like, okay, this is a fun, friendly production with characters that adult would like, but a story designed for kids. So So it's more just like like a shut off your brain and just enjoy the ride kind of thing as opposed to yeah. this movie has something important to say exactly you said it yeah it's it doesn't have a lot of important it's things a theme to park, say right? it's a theme park ride uh a fun one i would mm-hmm. say a three star maybe if i'm not optimistic two stars and a half but i would say three stars yeah. it's 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 still good um, but no, the animation was good and again good to see the characters on the big screen and again just the whole Italian family vibe of the brothers that they trying to put like their 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 brother their brothership like mm-hmm. or their their bromance like forward to sell like their plumber's expertise was well done and I think it's a nice little wink to the the fails the failed Super Mario Bros movie from the nineties uh, yeah. So I I liked I like everything in the real the um and it's not a spoiler but everything in the real world before they actually go to Mushroomland is actually quite nice. It's 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 this is where the potential for like more adult to- storytelling mm-hmm. was, and uh, so like actually seeing Mario and Luigi doing plumbing in the real world, I was like, oh, that's yeah, nice. Like that was and that was well executed compared to what we wanted to see in '93. I don't so, think I've ever seen Mario actually plumb. Oh, we see him plumb in it. In this one, yes. He doesn't plumb well, but he does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, it's fun. I mean, you can watch on streaming if you don't want to see movies. Yeah, but that's what I was thinking about doing. Like, I can wait personally. But it's still in a post-COVID event where nobody goes to theaters. Going to see that movie specifically on a Sunday um, evening or late afternoon where there's a lot of families in the room, like people from your neighborhood, nice families with small children. And you see like small children sitting in the row in front of you, like, oh, like this character and they're laughing to the mm. jokes. I'm like, it's this more is for nice. them. Yeah, yeah, but also it felt good. And you're just like, okay, this mm-hmm. is actually a fun like movie ambiance. That, it's been a while since I've witnessed yeah. this. It's just fun so for the sake of good. fun. It's fun for them, it's fun for us. Yeah. So yeah, that's I had a good time still. So there we go. There we go. I heard there's a, a Jack Black song. Yes. Well, Jack Black, uh, Bowser is Jack Black. Yeah. yeah it's, he's a guy voicing him. But it's, yeah, I thought Bowser would, could have been better. But yes, there's a, yeah, pause, there's a Bowser song. On the billboard now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, Jack Black. Interesting time for Jack Black. Interesting uh, cameos from him, <laughs> let's say. More on that uh, next time. <laughs> more on that next time exactly but i think we're done man i think yeah, we covered we're, uh, uh almost at an hour. hour yeah almost in an hour but yeah a lot of cool things so next time around guys we'll review mando, mando season three yeah, we'll see if we can get a guest um, for that if not it'll just be fred and i we'll yeah, do we a deep dive we'll, we'll go through the whole entire season give our thoughts because I think we're gonna not have a lot uh, of thing to well, s- not a lot of thing to say well i think we have a lot to say in a like way right yeah. 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 Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just might not be consistent. As profound as the other, or profound as the other seasons. Yeah. Guess, but yeah, sure. We'll have we'll have some things to say. Um, we'll see sure, if it all comes together that. today when we check out the finale. Yeah. Make it make sense. So, yep. I'm hundred percent. So we'll discuss this and moving forward. I don't know other series we need to be excited about TV movies coming. Well, there's a bunch of summer movies coming out from May to June. We're going to have the likes of guardians is coming out. So Indiana Jones is going to be coming out. Yeah. June is going to be a busy month. Yeah. I will have Indiana Jones. We'll have the flash. Yeah. We'll have um, a lot of stuff. Oppenheimer's yeah. Oppenheimer's in July. Mission Impossible is in June as well. 
Yeah, Mission Impossible is in June. End of, end of June, yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. like it's we're going to have a busy time. Uh, like we'll have Guardians and then probably well, it's Fast and Furious 10 for those who care. Not not me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could yeah. do a Fast and Furious episode uh, and just talk about that franchise. Cause I need to watch 9 before we do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if we discuss the whole franchise, yeah, I need true. to watch that. Uh, so, be prepared yeah. to sacrifice a few brain cells. Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, I saw the trailer for it in uh, in theaters. Uh, but was it for this movie or for a previous one? But yeah, I saw I saw the trailer for uh, <laughs> for uh, for Fast X. Uh, yeah. um, so okay, yeah, we'll have a, a whole bunch of stuff, guys, next time. So uh, before then, enjoy your uh, El Dorado, buddy. I will. Glad do. your uh, your back feels well. I think we're if we're lucky, we can record one last time before we leave for our respective trips. Yeah, I think uh, so. So because I'm leaving in three weeks, same for you, yeah. or in two weeks. Three and some change. Three and some change. So yeah, we'll do one last episode before we leave, and then we'll be back to you late uh, later in May. Yeah, refreshed and ready to talk. <laughs> Hopefully, all right, brother. Have a good one. Have a good talk one. Soon. Thanks for listening, everyone. 